When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on Hump Day. Today is important for Cat Video Festival possible attendees because after today the price goes up, goes up starting tomorrow. So you've been waffling about going to the Cat Video Festival, which is a week from tomorrow. Now's the day to get your tickets. Okay. All right. Tickets are just 10 bucks. I know it. Then they go up 15. And let me tell you, the extended forecast gets a chef's kiss. It's going to be gorgeous out Who's our entertainment? Because, of course, you know, that would require me to read an email. And I have become lazy and lazier as the years go by. (laughs) I'm going to tell you now. That we are having a tribute to the late, the great oh. Grumpy, oh, Grumpy Cat. Cat. Yeah. yeah, so that is going to be... Arguably, outside of Garfield, the most famous cat to live? Well, oh. Garfield technically didn't live, but yes. But, yes, the famous, <laughs> but people, yeah. but people yeah. feel real like cat. Garfield yeah. is yeah. Pop real. culture cat. Yeah. One of the biggest. Yeah. We're going to have that. Okay, oh, good. Gosh. All right, now it's time to play Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. pop culture Jeopardy. Sorry, I was trying to stall for you. Holly, yeah. Holly, Lori is so concerned that you're going to wipe the floor with well, her. Well, I you mean, never unless, know. unless he does 80s TV shows, well, this which is will kind be of an all advantage place. for you, Holly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. This isn't the one with the music. No, notes. no, that's Shazam. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is the show that you qualified to go on TV for. Well, I like that hype, but that's not true because I fail the online test every single darn time. Right, it's I like so my story. I like my revisionist history better, Holly. So do I. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. This TV show host. What uh, era are we in? Uh, well, it would be well, it's nineties actually. Uh, TV show host. Wait a minute. What was my question here? I don't know. We can't read your mind or your Who cards. Who is Chuck Woolery? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he was on this TV show. When he made the move into movies. Who is George Clooney? Mm, it was a... Yeah, no. Who's Leonardo DiCaprio? Wait, what am I... What are you asking? Okay. This TV show star... Who's Brad Pitt? Made, made the move. He left the TV show and made the move into movies. Who's David Caruso? Uh, the show he was on is in Living Color. Well, Who's Will Smith? No, who is Jim Carrey? 
That's right. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Okay. Yeah. Sorry well, about we that. We didn't even get the name of the show. Yeah, I mean, that was such a like random. That's why I'm just farting out all the names out of my mouth. <laughs> well, Laura, you were right so with sorry. George Clooney and ER yes, right away initially. You. Yes, I was because he did go from yeah. that. I screwed it up. Yes. Okay, I'm only human. No, no, no Donnie, that's okay. <laughs> Look at all the good answers that's that right. uh, were coming out the of my mouth. Color. He was <laughs> Fireman Bill. Anyway, uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Thanks. This <laughs> Fire Marshal. This <laughs> character on Friends profession in the show was a paleontologist. Who is um, Ross? Ross. Yes, yes. Ross was a paleontologist with the dinosaurs. I know, and he always thought it was so hot. You know, if, like if he, and I guess it would be kind of hot to have a private date at the history of. Uh, whatever that is, Museum, the Museum of, of Natural, Natural History, History in New York, where yeah. Night at the Museum took place. Yeah. Like, it could be fun. It could be creepy. I don't know. I mean, all the bone possibilities. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Come you on. Know what I Wasn't mean. that Ross's kind of thing? Oh, I can get you <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Lori, I thought of you for this one. All right. This classic quiz show was originally titled Occupation Unknown. To tell the truth? What is to tell the truth? Mm, what what no. is uh, the other show I was on? What, what was the other show I was on? $64,000 no. question. No, I was on this show. I know you were. I know What's it. What's the name of the show you were on? Two Truths and a Lie? No. Oh, my gosh. This um, is pathetic. This is what so is, pathetic. You were on the show. What? Yeah. Um, okay, I was on To Tell the Truth. <laughs> I've got a secret. What is I've got a secret? No. Uh, oh, maybe you weren't on this show. Oh, those are the only two Wait shows. Wait a second. Oh, right. I, got, well, I, I was gotta... on Maury. I was on, uh, not Maury, um... Mon- I was on the Montel Williams yeah. show. Oh, okay, we're past Barry that. The o- Occupation Unknown was the original name, but we know it by this name. Um, think Undercover about- Boss? No. I don't, Give I don't know. I don't know. It was What's My Line? Yeah, those were really crappy clues. <laughs> I got to say that your clues Why are classic clue? Mercury retrograde. We are having... I don't think the character who played a, a paleontologist on Friends is a crappy clue. We're, no, that one wasn't. But this clue for this one was, and then the one before that. You're batting 50-50. <gasps> we're experiencing Mercury retrograde right, right now. Right now. The end. I know it. Already. All right, Donnie. That one was really hard to follow. All right. I thought you might get it. Right. Okay. Uh, this Saturday Night Live cast member played Captain Carl on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Who is Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Hold on, on Saturday Night it's Live. who is Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman. Oh, I would have never yes. got that one. Phil Hartman played Captain Carl God, on Pee Wee's Playhouse. He has a sad damn story. I know. Well, he really does. Yes. Yeah. That one could be revisited for a vintage scandal, just to like revisit yeah, everything that happened. happened. Yeah. We got a good one today. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. All Before right. he became a talk show host, he was once a weatherman for an Indianapolis TV station. Who's Ryan Seacrest? No. No. (laughs) Who is David Letterman? David Letterman. (laughs) was a weatherman in Indianapolis. I like my story better. I like it if Seacrest (laughs) would have come out as as a weatherman. Out. All right, last one. This sitcom helped John Larroquette earn three straight Supporting Actor Emmy Awards. What is Night Court? Night Court. I pulled that one out of my oh, we butt. Finished with a flurry. To <laughs> yeah, three so, to two to one. Jeopardy yes, okay. had one. Nice. Sorry about that first one. I, yeah, I was totally yeah, on me. You know, it totally on really me. Pretty good. All right, okay. Donnie, I take it back. Okay, Remember, I got to watch the retro shade. Yeah. Communication. Yes. Living uh, out loud. Being careful. Oh, I got to tiptoe around myself for the next five days. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, it's time. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... 
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Do you think guacamole's on sale everywhere all over the Twin Cities today for National Avocado, I don't know. Avocado, Avocado, Avocado yeah, Day? The price has gone up. On if it, it, if it, yeah, it is avocado. not on sale today, then it is a sad, sad that day. day. I well, love, oh, I love, I love guacamole. I love avocado and love uh, guacamole. Avocado. The problem I, is, is all the avocados at the store lately have just been hard as a rock. And so then you have to wait a week. What's your best trick? What's your best trick for ripening an avocado? We need it for National (laughs) Avocado Day. I don't know if this actually works, but I did read somewhere where you put it in a little brown paper bag and just let it ripen that way. Mm -hmm. And that will expedite the process, particularly like if you're in a central air conditioning home, because I'm not. So like, I feel like my fruit kind of ripens at a faster rate. Right, it does. So the brown paper bag, you're right. I have heard that too. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Or, and the preserve your avocado, squirt a little bit of lemon juice on it so it doesn't oxidize so quickly. Is that why it gets brown? Yeah, because you know, when you get the brown layer on the guacamole, it's still good, but it just doesn't I can't eat it. I can't eat it. Look that good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here I've got something for you two that's completely random. Remember when we talked about Holly? I don't know if you were filling in for Julia or not, but uh, about the Seinfeld pop-up exhibit where uh, Seinfeld's apartment. It was like in. I don't know if it was in Brooklyn or where it was yeah. in New mm-hmm. York, I but mm-hmm. a whole replica of the hallway. Okay, now here's this. Would you pay twenty nine fifty to go to uh, the Friends pop up apartment in Soho? I don't love How Friends much? enough to pay thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Oh, no. no, I don't. I don't love <laughs> it at, enough. And look at uh, Rachel Ross, Monica Chandler, and Joey's iconic New York City apartment. No. It's open to the public for one whole month, September 8th through October 9th. If you're going to New York City and you're a huge Friends fan, it's twenty nine fifty. It's located in Soho, where the show was originally set. And the apartment called The One with the Pop-Up features all the set recreations, props, and costumes that are seared into our brains after 10 years of Friends uh, on network TV and endless repetitions on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Well, if you love it... That would be great. It I, would be. I would rather really? go to the Seinfeld experience because you're more of a Seinfeld. Because I'm more yeah. of a Seinfeld person, and if they have Instagrammable things, yes, they will at both of these places. Yes. then that's going to yep. be super fun. It is. They are going to have that. You go to um, tickets go on sale August second. They expect it to sell out, and you go to friends twenty five pop up dot com, and hey. Courtney Cox. You know, she's really taken to the gram. She likes it. She I, likes she, it. Yeah. She's a newcomer I, to it, just like this year. But she shared a video of herself outside the New York apartment building that was used as exterior. I feel like her daughter Coco is getting in on telling her mom, like, hey, yeah, get on Instagram and be kind of fun with it. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I'm sure the exhibit is going to be packed with fans oh, who gosh, can't yeah. wait to walk through Central Perk and then Monica's mm-hmm. apartment or... Or get a glimpse of the foosball table that Monica destroyed in the finale. You know. So is it Joey's apartment too? No, no, it's not just, across the hall. Yeah, not the one no, across the hall. Right. Just Central Perk, and then would you oh, pay thirty right. bucks to go to this? I would, Lori. You really? would? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. I think it would be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. What uh, do you got? Anyone? I got mustard flavored ice cream. What? This is a thing. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. Yeah. But August 3rd, which is just a few days away, All is right. National Mustard Day. All and right. apparently, 
French's mustard ice cream is a thing. Now, if you happen to be in Los Angeles, that's where you can get it this weekend. And why couldn't you just pour? Why couldn't you just squirt mustard on vanilla ice cream? Oh, a lot cheaper. <laughs> and then swirl it up. <laughs> swirl it up. Yeah. Uh, you know what's good with mustard? Potato chips. Oh, dipped yeah. in mustard. A plain potato mm. chip is delicious mm. in mustard. Oh. I gotta try that. It is. You can in Canada. You can get mustard chips and ketchup chips. Like Ooh. we get dill pickle chips here. Okay. Well, apparently the profile flavor is like tart. Have you ever had pinkberry frozen yogurt? Yeah. It's like kind of like Ugh. that. <laughs> so okay. you're not going to want it. I'm going to pass. You're going to pass. But it is brought to you by this company called Cool House, which, by the way, they've started carrying that ice cream here in the Twin Cities. Cool House? Cool House. It's fantastic. Is it? It is so good. So rich and, and de- buttery and, and decadent. decadent. And they've got all these cool flavors. Like there's like a midnight munchy one that has all the candies uh, in it. That's like mold, when that, remember when the, Magna, when the Magnum bars hit? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you bit into one of those and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> This is like a fancy Buster Bar without the nuts. What have I been missing? Oh, but I can't. I don't even. I. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't buy those things. What you don't don't? buy ice cream? Not. No. Not really. Not even for Casey. He is. uh, He doesn't want brown Schweiger soft serve. He likes. uh, You know desserts of the um, cookie cake donut. Pie variety mm. over the ice cream. He's oh, a baked God. goods man. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I see. All right, Danny, what do you got? Uh, well, since we were talking about food, <laughs> it's not too soon to start introducing pumpkin flavored things. Yes, no, it is. No, 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 no. Delete your account, really? Daddy. I can't talk about it. No, no. Oh, no. All right, okay. We yeah, haven't even gotten not. to the state fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, on, it was so ridiculous that they're doing this. No, I, that, so we are not about not to let about, you okay, ruin it for it's us. It's not me ruining it. It's the company whose name shall be. Daddy. Oh, how about this one? And this is kind of cool. Delta Airlines just announced a uniform change, and it's not not just for looks. Flight attendants. For Delta, will soon have a uniform label that identifies whether they know American Sign Language or any of the 300 other sign languages from around the world. Well, this is That's just lovely cool. coincidental timing that they released this story. Um, like, when did you post this? This Today. morning? At the same day that that pilot got arrested for for drunk well, piloting, why would you bring that up? I'm just saying. I'm just what? saying. This what? is a better story for Delta to uh, I don't pick know. up on. I don't know the story that you're talking about, oh, Lori. Yeah, yeah, a Delta pilot. You know, they coming out of customs or whatever. Mm. He was going through security, security, the crew security area, yes. and they had increased security and he saw that the security was on the increase and he tried to get out of the line yeah and went downhill from there yeah so yeah he was arrested because pilots have like 0.4 you know you can't fly you know being an airline within mm-hmm. eight hours of flying or whatever yeah. but anyway i'm just like this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good for Delta for having this other positive story that we can focus on. Thank you. You know, and uh, come look over here at all the good, uh, inclusive things that we're doing well, at Delta that Airlines. Is a very cool but thing it is really doing. cool. It genuinely it cool. Genuinely it genuinely is, is cool. And I love yes. Delta. And, you know, yes. I, I don't know, like, I, like my mom said, well, what is going on? I said, Mom, alcoholism is a disease, remember? We don't know what's going on with this guy. Mm-hmm. It's, but he got. There was intervention happening, and now the union and whatever will happen will take over. Well, of course, yes. yes. So Alpha you know, will take care of and whatever. Yeah. Okay. So here's uh, something that I think is kind of cool. I never wanted to try. I, I didn't want to try these, but now I'm intrigued because of the story that was uh, John Ewald had in the Star Tribune today, and that is, do you know the brand Good American? Yes, the Khloe Kardashian jeans, which I know multiple people who love them. Who love them? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think more multiple people are going to love them because John Ewald is reporting that uh, Good American is offering a pop-up store at the Mall of America until January. They're going to test it. They've done this test in New York. In Glendale, California. Out at the Americana. Yeah, because they sell Good American at Nordstrom. Right. It's on the mall's second floor between Macy's and Nordstrom. And uh, it's part of the mall's uh, edition of doing the clicks to brick stores like Untuck It started just online. Yes. Fabletics started just Mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. Good American just started online. Indochino. So they are opening these things, but they had a story with the gal that that Chloe partnered with for Good American, and her name is Emma Greedy, and she is a co-owner with it. But she's like the brains behind the operation, and she uh, said, um, "I, you know, at a preview party on Monday night, she said, I grew up with a lot of women who are fuller and proud of their curves. I wanted to create a brand that's a cross section. For example." Um, She's, they sell size 15 jeans. They sell size 14 because she said the most commonly returned jeans are 14 to 16. Because it's that in between. It's in between. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's dominant, dominant selection sizes 00, zero to 24. I'm going to check that out. People love the fit. People love it. Love it. Like you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a girl. Okay, everybody, I couldn't believe this uh, when I read this news. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, the first person I uh, shared it with was my mom, <laughs> and that was uh, Lisa Marie Presley has signed a $4 million book deal to write about her life. And I... Lisa Marie is 51. We are here for this, are we, we not? We want I oh, want yeah. all of this. She, she better dish. $4 million a huge, is a huge, huge amount, book yeah. 
uh, deal. Yeah, for a singular book. For just singular. one. One. Just one book that is, uh, and she's got plenty to write about. Of course, she was 11 when her father died in 1977. So she's... She will have things that she will share with us that I'm sure she's not shared. And, and you know, when you go to Grayson and stuff, you see a lot of photos and there's a little bit of, you see a lot of the family movies. I mean, there's a lot, a lot was documented. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this is just a complete theory of mine that I have. But I think when you have like something that traumatic, like being that young and having your father died, like you have very distinct memories of before and after, like in a way that you wouldn't if your dad was still alive and, you know, you just grew right. up Right, like that's a definitive marker of time. Yeah. And that, do you think that her father passing away at such an early age, you know, Elvis and Lisa Marie, and the way that they depict their relationship in Graceland, because I haven't been to Graceland, do you think that it's well, I think romanticized it, in no, any way? No, I, I, I don't. I think that she, because her parents did get divorced when she was like six mm-hmm. or something, and they were very fr- friendly how they handled their breakup. And uh, she went back and forth between... Um, Graceland and L.A. I'm curious to see if she is going to delve into any. Of course, we want to hear about Michael Jackson because she's always been of in any interviews that she gave. You know, they were married for two years and they wed in secret and they let it be known at an MTV Awards. It was so. Yeah, where they kissed on stage. But if it had been the time of the internet, that would have exploded the internet because that, when those two walked out on stage in what was that, 19. That was 94. Yeah. And they came out and you were the king of rock and roll. His daughter is married to the king and pie. It was like. Talk about, you know, you have, you know, Bradley and Clean on the Shamilla. Is it real or isn't it? <laughs> this was like the mind explosion of like, what is this real or not? Because it seemed too cr- well, yeah, okay. incredible. You have the king of pop and the daughter of the of king, the of king, yeah. the king of rock and roll. Yeah. It seems so auto- unbelievable. And even that it had to have been manufactured. Yeah. I remember that was a big thing that it wasn't. And that's why they made this big point of giving this long kiss oh that was awkward oh, though and then they did the whole so video awkward. for you are not alone where they weren't wearing their clothes and they were in some like weird grecian like paradise and that they had a normal healthy sex life but so she's mm. gonna tell us she told uh you know oprah back in 2010 she isn't given a lot of interviews she's very private and she's been able to be private she i think needs the money yeah. to sue this bad business manager um but uh, she said she told Oprah that her, that her romance with Michael Jackson failed because of his drug use, and the she referred to them as the vampires around him, which you know she was in Scientology still. Yeah, that might have been a thing, but all the yes people around him. Yeah, it became too much. And she told uh, Diane Sawyer in another interview that she did. Um, I can't remember when she did that interview in 1995. So she was still married to Michael Jackson. Just saying, I know he's not inappropriate with children. Diane Sawyer asked that. And then will Lisa Marie write about Scientology? Yeah, that's the other thing. 
Do you? Well, okay. So wonder, as it stands right now, is Lisa Marie she Presley is out of Scientology? She's out of she Scientology. She wrote songs about it. The concert that Julia and I saw at the Fine Line at, which was Julia's favorite concert ever, because it started at nine and was over at nine fifty-five. <laughs> Okay, and she was still married to her husband, the fourth husband who wears the top the hats, hats in the band, Michael Lockwood. And she had two really great songs on that album. Is Priscilla, her mother, out of Scientology? Don't know, but remember, you can leave Scientology if you're famous enough, if you don't um, make any noise about it. Lisa Marie wrote about wrote two songs about it, and she's alluded to um, that. In her song lyrics, but she's not written about it, given any interviews about it. Her mom don't know if Priscilla is still seen at the Celebrity Center. I have no idea. She's allowed to have a relationship with her daughter. But again, who's going to win, Scientology or Elvis? Thank you. Elvis, Elvis. is yeah. going, going to win yep. every time. So it's like Scientology can't screw with her. So I really, really hope Lisa Marie... Tells us, because one of the sad things that Lisa Marie, and I'll bet you, I mean, she's got it in common with Leah Remini, she was introduced to Scientology by her mom, who got into it when she came out to L.A. Because remember, if you're, maybe you don't remember it, but Elvis uh, was on the record saying Scientology wanted to get their hands on him, and when he realized it was all about his money, he got the hell out of there. I did not know that about Elvis. He's on record because Elvis was a great... um, If you read any of his biographies or anything, he was really into... I don't... Religious wonder. He read a lot of books, philosophical books. Linda Thompson wrote about that in her that he really loved exploring spirituality, even though he was a, you know, Baptist gospel. You know, he believed he, in the Lord, but yeah. he wanted to read all these. He was very interested in all kinds of uh, spirituality, afterlife, different. So you could see well, how he was so devoted to his gospel career too. Yeah. So that's a natural curiosity. So, but he, he, so I hope she writes about Scientology. Well, I think that's the thing with this book, this Lisa Marie Presley tell all book is that if she was like 11 or 12 and she was raised in it like Leah Remini married a Scientologist that Danny Keo mm-hmm. had the two kids by the time she was 21. She's had a real, she's lived like 10 lives by the time she's 51. Yeah. I, and I think that the potential for her to speak truth to power about Scientology. Like you just said, like who's going to win in that Scientology or Elvis? I mean, it's Elvis. I mean, it's it's Elvis. Like, that is going to win. And if she is in that position where she is going to talk about it, she could blow the final co- nail in the coffin. Yeah. It all depends on her mom, if her mom is still a Scientologist, then her mom will beg her not to, and Lisa Marie will respect her mom. You think that that will be the deciding factor on how Lisa Marie handles Scientology? I, I, I do, because I think, you know, her mom is everything yeah. to her. And if her mom said, you can't do it because I'm still in, you know, whatever, and... and I mean, who knows? Maybe the publishers gave her a $4 million book deal just because of the Elvis Michael Jackson without even the Scientology. Sure, just those two alone would be enough to fill an entire book. If you have legitimate stories to tell about the two biggest people. Yeah, but she was only with Michael for two years, but maybe she's going to tell us it was fake. (sighs) 
at this you know, point. Yeah. Maybe the, she's going to give us the truth about it. I, I hope so. Oh, my gosh. So. She knows I don't, oh, the, the, what she knows. What here's Lisa the, here's knows. one of the, the telling, um, another telling thing that she told Oprah in 2010, which I feel like is the last, like, sit-down interview Lisa Marie gave to anybody. So that's nine years ago. She told Oprah, because Oprah asked her, what did your father, Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson, have in common? And she said, the one thing that correlated with Michael and with my father on this subject is that they had the luxury of creating whatever reality around them they wanted to create. Oh, isn't that so true? So that would have been a familiar feeling to her with her attraction to him. Because, right, like, don't you? Well, don't they say you kind of go, there is a... There's if, that possibility. If of you have be- a strong relationship with your father and he's a person of whatever kind of, hopefully all good things, you would be attracted to that. Yeah. And- so imagine that. Like, that yeah. seemed normal to her. Right. Her dad created reality for her, her, her whole uh, life. Yeah. And who else could do that but Michael Jackson, really, on planet Earth? Yeah. Then there's the whole relationship that she had with Nicolas Cage, who hero-worshipped her dad. Please, let's the, write about let's, that, too. Yes. How long My, did that last? Not they, very long. Not very long, like months. Okay. Months. She famously threw her ring in the ocean. I mean, <laughs> this book, it, I, they pay her $8 million and give her two parts. Please. I am telling you. Anyway, that book will make people who don't even like to read read. <laughs> so, that is so true. It's so true. It is so true. I can't wait. That's I don't think we know right when this is coming out. We just yeah. know yeah, that. Right. And I'm sure she's going to work with, you know, a really good uh, other, you know, ghostwriter ghost or whatever. And she can just sit down. But I saw photos of her the other day in Hollywood with her, her twins and... um she was just, you know, shopping at Vons, you know, like you do, like yeah. you do, wearing like some loose gauzy <laughs> linen With pants, and her girls do. are so cute. Yeah. But imagine having, well, this happened to one of my sisters, having a thirty-year-old and then having a ten-year-old, <laughs> having oh, kids man. twenty years apart. Uh-uh. Donnie, not. I can't imagine that. I know that is for the brave. <laughs> that is yeah, for, for the brave. Insane. All right, listen. Uh, when we come back, we've got a lot to Hollywood speak, including a megastar doing really kind of an unheard PR move. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. Donnie, let's Hollywood this? speak the Lisa Marie Presley song called "You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet" from her album. Storm and Grace. Okay, and I've got the lyrics, Okay, too. 2012. This was when Julie and I saw her at the fine line. This was uh, when we knew she left Scientology because of some lyrics in the song. All right, you want to play a little bit of the song? Yes, please. All right, here we go. <laughs> I love the smoky song. Got a vibe, right? Can't you see it being in a movie? Very Chris Isaac. Uh-huh. Here, here you go. Excellent. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Then she goes on to say, "Then I'm a bit transgressive and suppressive as well. You ain't oh, seen nothing yet. That's it. Am I a that's disruption it. to your corruption? You ain't seen nothing yet." Yeah. And the whole yeah. 
song. Yeah. No longer related. Now you're frustrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is a direct oh, yeah. shot at Scientology. Scientology. And hopefully in this tell-all book, she will do that with her words. Yeah, and that song, that song uh, got good critical vibe, but the single failed to chart. But I loved the smoky, spooky sexiness of that sound. I like it. I do, too. So anyway... Um, Way to go, yeah. Lisa Marie. We can't okay. wait. We can't wait. All right. And stay strong, girl. Okay, yeah. so here's one. So we had on Monday the story about uh, in page six that Celine Dion insiders uh, claimed that Pepe. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Her boy toy, a friend of two years, was driving everybody away and it was just down to Celine and the hairdresser and Pepe. That he was isolating her. Yes. So, I mean, normally... A made-up story or something that doesn't have any truth to it to a big star, they just ignore it. Well, yeah, of course, because it's just They gossip. don't deny Who it. Cares? They don't say anything. Mm-hmm. What happens today? Celine Dion's team, which we know it's her team because 10 people signed the name, mm-hmm. and it's in French and English. Oh. Dear Pepe, as the real member members of Celine's inner circle, we are sad and disappointed by an untruthful story that surfaced in the media, quoting multiple sources who claim they're part of the inner circle and that you have too much influence and that you're isolating her. These sources have nothing better to do than spread untrue gossip. Don't let it get you down and keep up the great work. We love you. Dave D, Dennis, Lena, Michelle, Naomi, Suzanne, Sydney, Sylvia, and Eve. Well, so who was spreading this Pepe rumor to page six? I don't know, but she's got 10 people in her inner circle who say it's not. And I think Pepe was really down in the dumps because that story had traction. It did have traction well, because Pepe is still a relative mystery. We know yes, we don't know that much we about him. And know. it's like I, he's it's it's her first true gay boyfriend. She's giddy. She's yeah. having so much fun. She has been married and a mom for a long time and she got married young and she's had all these she's just he's like brings a light to her life he helps her with that you know what they they go to haute couture week well think about how long celine dion was new at least new uh renee when she was a teenager teenager. i know it she is just having so i think when he burst into tears in private While she was having her hair styled, oh, sitting Pepe. at her vanity oh, with the pink lighting. Pepe. And um and he started crying because his friends, you know, in Spain saw it in the Daily Mail, you know, it really that had traction because Celine Dion is interesting. People want to know when she's got the tour that's coming in the fall. Yes. Anyway, I think it's sweet that Celine did that because it's kind of unheard for the people to do this address it this way right and to react to some nonsense gossip that's in page six but and who's the 11th person that spread the rumor that didn't sign i this letter? think it's somebody who just doesn't like pepe no who 
who could present themselves as somebody with a nut. Maybe it's somebody that Pepe isn't friends with anymore because they're a jelly bitch about his friendship <laughs> with Celine. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> what? Oh, jelly? A jelly bitch. Jelly. Jelly. A jelly, jelly bitch. bitch. Just no. jealous, Donnie. Yeah. Thank you. We'll oh, speak that. Not, not like so, jam. Uh, I love uh, that the, mm-hmm. the letter is Dear Pepe and then Cher Pepe, that it's done in French. And I mean, she really, this is this is how big of a, a heart that, that Celine has. It <laughs> Celine, just makes me, she pops her heart for Pepe. She, you can believe her. Okay. Okay, so Lady Gaga uh, really made out heavy with a, a guy who I thought was Mike the Situation Sorrentino oh, gosh. At, at, a, <laughs> at a very Pap-friendly place called uh, Granville yeah, in L.A. Yeah, that's a chain restaurant. I was surprised. It's a chain? So it's a, it's it's a, a small chain, chain restaurant, wow. so I was surprised. I'm like, but it's got a good patio, and this location is in a scene, and maybe she just called the paparazzi, but she made a real big point of oh, making yeah. out with this yeah. guy who well, like I was like, she was eating his face for brunch, she, looking for that eggs Benedict. And who is this guy? Huh? He's a sound engineer? Is that well, do you, okay, so obviously this is. Um, she wanted to be seen. They called the paparazzi. I mean, she called the paparazzi. Of course. And yes. again, I do believe that was real kissing. Like, I believe Shamila was really kissing in the pool. But well, technically, yes, they were. They were. But he, do you think that is is Lady Gaga, because his ex-wife isn't happy about this. She got no. shady with Lady Gaga. But is she just tired of... The Bradley Cooper, and she just would like to put a stop to it. Like, it's gone on long enough, and now it's bugging her. I think she wants to change the narrative because the narrative is no longer suiting her career. The Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga thing, A Star is Born, it's on demand right now. She won an Oscar. It's kind of on the downfall. would she be sick of it, too? Well, and that's what I mean. Like, not only is she sick Sick of it, it. but it's just the life cycle of that rumor story and rumor mill is just naturally done. Because there was nothing to it anyway. Exactly. I mean, we haven't had anything to sink our teeth into since Irina walked out the door like a boss biatch <laughs> with her Packs suitcase and, 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 and her one piece. Oh, she was like ready to fly. That was yeah. so good. So, so I think so that you're this, is, this isn't a real thing. It's well, just, no, maybe it is a real thing. But she's here's what I think with Lady Gaga. She's interesting. She doesn't have a type. She tries on new kind of guys like she doesn't have a set type like you know she had that uh remember luca carl who was like her choreographer boyfriend and then she met taylor kinney and he was cast in her video and they had this great you know romance for five years then she had the manager engagement to the older Italian, I mean, yeah, yeah. she doesn't Carino. have a type. No, it just is no. people that she's around. Yeah, work, working. But he with looks in some so way. much like the situation. Oh, I was. A he little... has the fade happening on the hair I'm and like... the things. I feel like they're probably having some fun together. It's nothing serious. Okay, and why did his? Like... Why does his? Okay, his ex-wife. Yeah. Why did she uh, write um, poker face besides an image of? Um, you know, those two. Because she's annoyed by it. 
<laughs> well, she's keeping the poker face. I'm not going to react. I think yes, is what she's saying. but I mean, they oh, got they, they've petty. been broken up. They've been broken up for over a year. Well, that's what I mean. It's petty. That All that's right. just Thank petty. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Mario Lopez is apologizing as I told you he would yesterday <laughs> when yep. I found out he was on the Candace Owens shows and she roped him into and he was stupid enough to answer all kinds of questions mm. he didn't know anything about so. I tweeted NBC today and I said, why do you keep hiring problematic men and get rid of great people like Natalie Morales? Because they Thank hired you. him at Access Hollywood. And they got yeah, rid of he her. he goes on this kind of a show. I'm sure NBC was not happy about him. Oh, he's apologized for his yeah. ignorant and insensitive comments about raising children. Because he also, she got him going down the transgender path. And he got she got him to do the one thing a, a person... Uh, who it seems like Mario would do this, where he conflates sexuality with gender identity, which are two completely different things. Yeah. And, you know, you get mm-hmm. the old, oh, when you're a kid, you don't know anything about sexuality. That's got nothing to do with gender identity. Correct. You're conflating. Correct. He is just, he's, he's a, a problem. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say to his apology, he apologized was good directly his apology was good he did say i was ignorant and insensitive and now i understand somebody what i wrote said that well for of course him. of course yeah. somebody yeah, wrote right. that somebody at nbc wrote it for but, him but i mean see this <laughs> is nbc just sticks with problematic guys thank you for tweeting that Lori, because that is it's exactly so true. right it's so true they're gonna wreck excess hollywood by adding this guy blast no